Hello, and welcome back to Soul Chat. You're listening to Christy Snyder and Lauren Adelson. We are so happy to be back here with you guys after a little hiatus from the cast. It's been a couple months since we've been with you. We've had some stuff going on in our personal careers, and um, you know, life gets busy, but this is one of our absolute favorite things to do. So we are delighted to be back here with you guys with a brand new episode. Tonight, we're actually taking a listener's request. We had shout out to Ashley on Instagram who asked us if we could talk about how we stay in a high vibe energy. So, you know, there's a lot of terms that get tossed around in spirituality, talking about your frequency, your energy, your vibe. Really all we're talking about is staying in a joyful mood. Just how do you stay in a, in a space of joy in a good mood. And, you know, with everything that's going on in the world right now, in the U S we've got our presidential election coming up and everybody's feeling a lot of stress and a lot of tension. And we just thought this would be a really great topic to usher in for our return back into the cast. Hey guys, what's up? It's Lauren. We're so happy to be back with you and to bring you this topic tonight. We know how easy it is to get swept away into negative emotions and to take on other people's stuff, which can affect our mood. So we wanted to answer this request of how to stay in a high vibe mood and how we kind of do it personally. So hopefully you can resonate with it and um, let us know. Yeah. So such a great topic, such a great request. Um, personally, I'll just dive right in. My morning routine is probably the most instrumental thing for me in terms of being in a, in a good energy, high energy space. It's, you know, I think so many of us, we wake up in the morning and we just hit the ground running, right? And your life's events can kind of determine your mood. So I like to be proactive about it. I personally will sit, um, for a good, I don't know, anywhere from like maybe 15 to 30 minutes in the morning and read something uplifting from a spiritual text or book, or I'll meditate. One thing that I really, really enjoy doing lately is watching spiritual lectures or listening to podcasts, just anything that, you know, you've, you've had that lecture that you watch and it really lights you up and it gets you in that, that high vibe space. Keep up with it. Like I had this lecture from one of Gabrielle Bernstein's lectures that I was watching recently that really just put me in such a high vibing space that I was watching it every single day. I'd watch like 10 minutes of it and just listen to like one little snippet here, there. And a couple things that that does, it really infuses the concepts into your mind, you know, listening to things over and over again. Sometimes that's what you need to really absorb it and to take it in and to make it like your new go-to. And the other thing that it does is sometimes just listening to something, you hear it and you absorb it in a different way. It's like, you know, you're watching something or you're listening and you hear these words and it impacts you in a different way maybe than it did a few weeks ago because you've had a new experience or for whatever reason. But I love just 
if I find a lecture or a podcast or video that inspires me, I will use it and, and use that to get me in that high vibe space. And sometimes, like I said, it only really takes like 10 minutes of listening or watching something like that first thing in the morning to really get your, get you kind of vibing on the right track. Yeah. I love that because in the morning you're like a blank slate. Yes. You wake up in the morning and you've kind of had a release through your sleep of whatever happened the day before. So you're kind of like this open vessel to absorb, I think possibly even more so because at that point, nothing really has come in to complicate your mind more yet. So that might be a great, um, sort of, uh, foundation or space to, to take in information like that. Um, and also it's a conscious choice not to in the morning, get up and immediately (laughs) check the newspaper, the news, social media, your email. So I think it's along with choosing what to do, it's choosing what not to do, you know? So then when you're choosing not to do that, you create the space for allowing in something that is more nourishing to mind, body, heart, and spirit in the morning rather than the toxicity first thing in the morning, you know? So something that I do, um, that really helps me is getting out into nature and whatever form that takes. Um, sometimes I go out into my backyard and just lay in the sun or, you know, sit out on the patio and drink coffee. And then you just kind of also get to take in the natural vitamin D from the sun. Um, you get to listen to whatever nature has in store for you. So you might hear, like I hear birds and I get to see, you know, the butterflies and here where we are, we get to see the geckos, the little lizards. And, and I always just kind of, I don't know, find such a, such a sense of awe in that. And that kind of allows me to be present and, um, makes me feel like I'm on vacation really. Even if it's just in your own backyard or your own front patio or um, taking a walk around the neighborhood, you know, if you can get to a local park or something and get out by the trees and the animals, that always helps. So anytime you can get outside, uh, even if you don't feel like going anywhere major or getting in the car, if you can just get around your neighborhood, walk around, but be outside, um, being in nature always helps to bring you back to your center. Music is another thing for me too. If, if I don't have time to actually sit and meditate in the morning or like say I wake up late and I don't have time to kind of like gather my thoughts, I will just put on some really good music when I'm getting ready. Like just anything that gets you like grooving, gets you in a high vibe. And like that can change for me from day to day. Like, you know, one minute I'll put it on like my Steve Winwood station, listen to my like eighties, like the next minute it's Justin Timberlake. Sometimes it's the Disney station on Pandora. <laughs> like You're admitting that out loud. I'm admitting that to not only to you, but to all of our um, international <laughs> listeners around the world. She likes Phil Collins too. <laughs> that why would I have a problem with doing that? <laughs> and of course I'm, our man uh, Richard Marks. Oh yeah. Yes. I'm loud and proud. Loud yes. and proud baby. <laughs> and so, you guys, along with the music comes singing along, right? Or rapping along, right? So when you put on the music, then automatically you might just get in that mood to 
I know I get in the mood to dance and I just kind of go with it. So you could be at home or in the car and that music, there's something about the music that's, um, sound therapy, truly sound healing, you know, it creates, um, you know, just a different, um, sort of dynamic in your brain. I can't think of the scientific terms right now because we are drinking wine. So, (laughs) but yeah, so, you know, you might feel like moving, dancing along to it or singing along to it and go with it because before you know it, you just took yourself from, you know, vibing at a two to at least an eight. I know I am. (laughs) Yeah, solid eight, a good eight. Throwing eights out like (laughs) nobody's business. (laughs) You're generous with that eight. No. (laughs) But yeah, music, you know, music always does it. Like in the car, I just get like, I used to be, I'll admit this, that I used to be like a little bit more like confessions, cast confessions, right? It's not even that late here. And we're getting into these deep, dark secrets. So I used to be where I would kind of like look around me at the light, see what other cars are around me to see if like, you know, anybody could possibly see me singing and dancing in the car. And now I'm just like, fuck it. Like Uh-oh. life is too short. Oh, the F-bombs like, throwing out eights. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I just, now I'm just like, you know what? Life is too precious, too short to not just be in the moment and not just enjoy yourself. And that time alone in the car is like my time to jam out, to sing, to dance and, um, just let loose really. And now I just don't care who's around me, you know, tinted windows are a plus in situations (laughs) like that, you know, (laughs) but, um, yeah, just, I think there's something empowering in the zero fucks kind of like (laughs) energy with it. Right. Right. To me, it's empowering because I'm like, you know, the old Lauren used to like care. Right. Now the new me 2.0. So, yeah, it works. Whatever works. So speaking of music and dance, just movement, right? Like dancing, obviously, there's nothing better than that. But getting out and doing any kind of physical activity that you enjoy. For me, it's running or maybe hiking even going out for a walk, you know, depending on your mood and depending on, on what you're feeling when I know when I am able to, and take the time to exercise on a daily basis or on a regular basis, like my mood is so much better. Like even if it's just a quick, like 15 minute at home workout or something like that before I head out to work, like feeling so good. So if I wake up and I'm kind of in a funk, like I will just get moving and that sometimes you just need to move that energy through your body. You need to just like sweat just a little bit. Right. And then like get your heart pumping and just get yourself feeling and get your body feeling good and get that energy moving through you. And sometimes that's all you really need to do. That's what yoga does. You know, that's what yoga does for you. I understand not everybody might be, um, you know, resonating with the practice of yoga, but, um, if you can get on the mat, you know, whether it's at home or in the studio and, even there might be some things that you can even try at home without having to do a whole entire yoga sequence, just simple changing in your body's position can affect your mood. So for instance, inversions in yoga is when you invert the body upside down and the heart is positioned over overhead, you're going to get an automatic mood boost from that um, because the energy is 
inverted. So the energy is coming now from your feet down through your head versus all day when you're standing and sitting, it's going from head and pooling out through your feet and you're kind of draining energy this way. It's flipped upside down. So for instance, legs up the wall, this is one that I recommend across the board. It's probably one of my favorite yoga poses in general. Um, I do this often in my yoga classes. If you can put your legs up the wall at 90 degrees, then that's going to really, really be a great help for you know, headaches and back pain, um, helps the lymphatic system, the nervous system, varicose veins, migraines, the list goes on and on, on a, you know, medical, physical standpoint, but mood boosting Mm -hmm. is huge. So if you could just put your legs up the wall, 90 degrees, or if that's a little too much for you, you can kind of bend at the knees and have it be a 45 degree angle. Um, you can put your, you could throw your legs up even with bent knees, up the couch, up a chair. They sometimes refer to that pose as instant Maui because it kind of makes it look like your legs are in a waterfall position. Yeah. So you can stack some blankets, get comfy. When I do legs up the wall at home, I like to just kind of shut the lights so that you're not, you know, you don't have like intense light over your head. You could put on some light, you know, music, whatever is going to be calming. Phil Collins, she said, please don't do that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, uh, Richard Marks, maybe though. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, so anytime you're, you know, inverting, um, if you're a yoga practitioner and you're in a bad mood, hit that headstand or handstand, mm-hmm. shoulder stand, because uh, that's really makes me feel like I won the lotto yeah. when I hit that, um, just blasting music and hitting those inversions. Um, but yeah, that's, that's like a way of moving the body or just switching your body's position just by simply by elevating your legs. That's going to help your mood. If you really can't get out, the weather's not conducive, but yeah, physical movement, anything that you enjoy. So whether it's a sport, walking, running, yoga, weightlifting, dancing, any kind of physical movement, you know, it might take you up a couple of notches, if not many. (laughs) meditation. I'm always talking about this one, but I can definitely tell a difference in my mood for myself as someone who meditates regularly. And and those of you out there who, who have a solid meditation practice probably resonate. If I'm off my meditation game, I'm not feeling like myself. So even if I don't get to meditate in the morning, which is when I prefer to do it, I will force, or not force myself, but I will make sure that when I do get home, you know, maybe I've had a long day at work and I'm just kind of absorbing everybody else's energy. I'll make sure I get home and do a calming meditation. One that I really love, you guys can actually um, Google this, is there's a chakra cleansing meditation that Doreen Virtue does. And I think she's actually in Hawaii, maybe in Maui when she's doing this meditation. And she starts talking about using like the healing energy of the ocean and the salt air and all of that. And even if you're not by the ocean, you can allow that imagery to really soak in and elevate you. And there is something about that energy clearing that really is helpful, particularly when you're feeling like you're kind of just absorbing everyone else's energy around you. Like I'll do that one after a long day at work, or 
if I've been traveling, sometimes I'll do the chakra cleansing meditations just to bring my energy back up. That's um, a good one. Yeah. Another thing along with the meditation is just the idea of imagery. So especially when you're traveling and there's a ton of people around you in airports and things, um, or just throughout the day in your regular daily routine, cord cutting. Yeah. I love cord cutting. <laughs> so cord cutting is when someone, what's the word? Like you have an interaction. Like you have an interaction it and it's like, yeah, it sticks or it's like yucky in some way or like somebody kind of bothered you or said something that annoyed you or something toxic. You imagine a cord or a rope between you and that person. And just in your mind's eye picture, cutting it, taking a scissor to it and just like cut it. And then boom, you're done. Like you can walk away from it. I think, you know, that's a great, like just quick way of doing it. And also speaking of when you're traveling, something that's important is grounding. So if you can take off your shoes and socks and get your bare feet on the ground, which is funny because it's the opposite of what we were taught. We're taught by our parents, go put some shoes on. What are you crazy? (laughs) My parents still do it to this day. Like put some shoes on. I'm like, no, I want to be barefoot. You know, yes, I teach barefoot all the time, you know, with yoga, but grounding is super important to neutralize any electromagnetic chaos that we are absorbing, especially being on airplanes and, you know, moving transit like that. Um, but being out on the grass barefoot or just the sand on the beach, if you're lucky enough to be on the beach or just anywhere out in nature, being barefoot and just letting, letting nature kind of seep in, that'll definitely help to kind of neutralize any negative, um, vibes going on. One other one that we had talked about was just spending time with other high vibing people. You know, I think we all come into, we all have interactions with various people, various personalities throughout our day. And it can be very easy as Lauren said at the the onset of this podcast to really absorb those interactions. You take those, uh, like the cords, you know, form, you kind of have form those attachments you absorb, especially if as sensitive people absorb a lot of energy from others that it can be really beneficial to preferentially spend time in the presence of those people who take the time to meditate and do yoga and keep up with their, their high energy, like make you feel good. People that make you feel good and you know who those people are, people that make you laugh, people that make you smile, people that make you feel free, Mm -hmm. people that make you feel like you have wings to fly, people that encourage you, that support you, that are on your side, um, your soul tribe. And it might not be the people that you kind of want it to be. Like, unfortunately, it might not be your, you know, family or your friend that you've had for 20 years. Mm -hmm. It could be somebody brand new. Oh, yeah you know, but you consciously choose to spend time with them or talk to them on the phone or whatever. And along with that, you know, something quick you can do with your soul tribe is send funny messages throughout the day, like laughter with the, with those people, um, having those high vibe moments and interactions with those people. So I know I have friends here and in New York that, we have these like inside jokes or jokes that we just make up on the fly. This like sarcastic banter just goes on and on. 
and it's hysterical. Like I could be in like the ruddiest rut ever. And then I have a quick, funny ass conversation with Christy or my girlfriends in New York. Some of my other girlfriends here that is so funny that we're like belly laughing and immediately it takes me up and it's just, just creating jokes or sending each other like funny, like the dust Equis meme. Yeah. I don't always look at the clock, but when I do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have to tell that one. There's that Dos Equis guy. Isn't that what he's from? Yeah, the most interesting man guy, in the yeah, world like, or whatever. Yeah. And they have those memes, and there's the one that's like, I don't always look at the clock, but when I do, it's 1111 or yeah. repeating digits or yeah. whatever for like, you know, if those of, of us who are in that spiritual conversation, the repeating digits is generally considered to be like angelic guidance and um, divine guidance. So, Stuff like that. Spiritual that just, humor. Spiritual humor. Inside jokes. Inside and, jokes. You know, and you can even, you know, um, even if you're alone, you can pull up some of your favorite, you know, comedy relief. So sometimes, like, I will, I will purposely go on YouTube and look up an old Dave Chappelle skit or Leslie Nielsen or George Carlin or the Three Stooges or the, or the Munsters or something that, like, makes me... <laughs> Old school. Oh, hell yeah. So now my, my so old panel, school. Pandora doesn't sound so <laughs> Listen, I think that Leslie Nielsen is a little cooler than Disney. <laughs> it reminds me of PCH. Uh, oh, now I feel bad for saying that. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, you just pull up something that you know is going to make you smile or laugh and just let yourself just be in it, yeah. you know, and then you can even shoot it out to someone who you know would also enjoy it. I know my brother and I have that banter. If I pull up, you know, an old Dave Chappelle skit, I'll send it to my brother. And then that like brings up old funny memories. And then we just go back and forth. And before you know it, we're both in like a better, a better mood. So that brings up another good point is like connecting to someone else. If you're really finding yourself feeling in a funky space and, or you just like, you're really down about something and you can't really seem to bring yourself out of it, reaching out to someone else. Like I'll find if I'm just feeling particularly down, sometimes just sending a text message or calling a friend and just seeing how they're doing, like getting my own mind off of my problems yeah. and focusing on someone else or the whole like random acts of kindness thing. Yeah. Like if I'm just kind of feeling down and maybe I'll bring my neighbor coffee or something, just a kind act to somebody else, pay it forward, forget about your own issues or problems or perceived troubles for a little while and turn your energy outward instead of being so like locked in your own head of what's going on in, in your world yeah. can be really helpful. Volunteering does the same thing, just getting yourself out there in service of someone else. Mm-hmm reconnects you and takes away that feeling of feeling so separate from others. It takes you out of separation and back into connection and oneness. Definitely. Yeah. Cause they say that when you are depressed, it's because you're making it about you. Yeah. Right. So the second that you start focusing on others and your service to others, then that feeling of depression will kind of start to dissipate. Mm-hmm. Another one is gratitude. Yeah. So this might not be that easy all the time, but if we stay present, I'm sure that you can find at least a couple of like little things that you can be grateful for. Even on your crappiest day, mm-hmm. you can say, I'm so grateful for the transportation that I had. 
that got me to work today safely. Yeah. I'm grateful for the water that I used this morning to shower, to brush my teeth, to make tea. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for waking up today. You know, often in yoga, I just ask my students to have their hands on their heart and on their belly so that they can connect with their heartbeat and their breath. And we begin class in that energy of gratitude for that beating heart and for that breath, that life force energy that's going through you. That is a miracle. It really is. And it's a present. And when your presence enough, present enough to recognize it, then all this other stuff starts coming into your awareness that you can be grateful for. You're like, okay, not only do I have this heartbeat and this breath, but damn, I had a nice car that got me to this yoga class. Damn, I'm in this nice brand new gym that people wish they could belong to, you know? Like, damn, I have great people in my life. Damn, my body looks good today. You know, then the list starts like... It builds momentum. Builds momentum, opening, it kind of opens up your heart to realizing all the good that's around, mm-hmm. around you, you know? Um, so in the moments that something bad happens, it's important that we recognize all the good that should outweigh the bad. So think of it as, um, the image of a balance scale, right? And on, in one of the tin cups on the balance scale, you have the shit that happened that made you feel like crap, whatever. Somebody said something to you that was rude, some piece of bad news that you received, some exorbitant bill that you've gotten in the mail or something like that in that side of the balance scale tin cup. And then the other side is the hundred of things that are blessings in your life, like your breath, like your heartbeat. Now I just named two. That was like, those are just easy off the bat right? And then you look at like, okay, well then that side of the tin cup is definitely going to weigh more than the other one, but you have to look at it like that. So I remember my parents used to remind me of that when I first got into yoga, you know, teaching that look like not, you know, if one person, you know, doesn't want to be in class or whatever. One person leaves early for some reason that I'm not to personalize it because there's 50 other people in class that got something out of it or something. So you, you have to like, look at what all the things that are blessings. And then that will keep your frequency higher. I think rather than letting the negative things weigh more, why do we let them weigh more? You know, even if all the blessings are, if you really list them and really write them down, you're like, those are really significant. Holy crap. People wish that they had this, but for some reason, the one thing, and it could not even be that horrible, but we let it override and weigh more than, than the good. So I think it's like little, little like tricks like that. You know, um, I remember like back in the day, my friends and I used to make like pros and cons lists literally like write out these lists when we were trying to make out decisions, but you could do that in your mind's eye, creating this like balance scale, the tin cups. I, I don't know. I picture it like that brassy kind of gold color and think about, well, which one is going to, which side of it's going to weigh more 
today. Guarantee you the good things and the the blessings, if you really, really put them in the cup, are going to weigh more than the one thing. Yeah. And I think it's important for us to also mention that, you know, staying in a high vibe frequency, it's not necessarily always about feeling good. And I know that that sounds kind of weird um, to say that, but what I'm getting at is that it's not about bypassing the negative emotions. It's sometimes stuff comes up and you need to allow yourself to honor what's going on in your life. You know, comment that you, that happens that makes you feel down. You need to honor that feeling, but it's recognizing that when we stay stuck in those emotions, when we're replaying the comment or whatever negative circumstance over and over and over and over in our minds, that that's when we've kind of taken it beyond the point of processing and we're just making it background negative noise in our, in our lives that doesn't need to exist there. And that's where we can really draw on these tips of, you know, keeping our energy high and staying conscious of our energy and conscious of how things are flowing in our lives and and the choice that we're making to really stay in that negative space. Yes. Something, you know, negative happens. We need to be able to honor it and process it. But beyond that, then choosing to more consciously stay in that high vibe space. Right. So we encourage you guys to just allow yourself the space to be in a shitty mood once in a while. Like, look, it's going to happen. You know, it doesn't make you a bad person or doing it wrong. (laughs) Right. You know, you're not diagnosing yourself with like severe depression. If you have, you know, a, a bad day, look, I mean, that's this human condition. It's yin yang for a reason. It's ha ta sun, moon, like, um, duality for a reason. But you know, just if you kind of take the empowered stance to say today, I'm going to, or in this moment, I will be a messenger of high vibes. If you're not feeling it yourself, you start to give it out. Now you are in this empowered state to give out, be that giver of joy. Then suddenly your vibe just starts going up naturally. So I don't know. I, I'm just like firm believer in compliments, Mm -hmm. just like with strangers too. I love that because like you hit them off with that. They don't, they don't expect it. (laughs) You know, like it's like just, I'll see a person out in the store and compliment her shirt, her bag, her shoes, whatever it is. And it's like always their reaction is like, they're so grateful for it and it might make their day, Mm -hmm. you know? So you just, you look for reasons to be a blessing for others. You bring that joy. You be the source, mm-hmm. right? So you are the effect rather than at the effect. Yeah, I love that. You be the effect rather than being at the effect. And then before you know it, your vibe starts getting hard because you're like, you realize how much power you have. Mm. Holy crap. I just made that person's moment or made mm. their day by that. And then you become, then you start lifting literally feel yourself elevating because of that interaction that you just had. So we choose consciously to be the givers of, of the joy of the high vibes. And then our vibe will grow. 
our frequency will just automatically expand, right? Because that's what we're meant to do for each other. So we thank you guys for being there with us tonight, here with us tonight. And we appreciate your feedback. So keep it coming. Give us some ideas of what you want to hear and hit us up on Instagram at soulchat underscore LK or hit me up at Lux Yoga Life, L-U-X-E-Y-O-G-A-L-I-F-E. Or you can get Christy at it's underscore Christy Snyder, K-R-I-S-T-I-S-N-Y-D-E-R. And don't forget too, you guys, that if you need our help, you hit us up, direct message us. We work with people privately in uh, group settings as well as private settings over Skype, over the phone. I do private uh, and group organization yoga and Christy does life coaching sessions with clients all over the world. We both travel for work. So let us know if you need us and we're here to work with you. So we wish you a peaceful and happy, loving evening. Thank you for joining us.